Hi, welcome to the Unexpected Experts podcast. This is the Upload Download, a more laid back conversation about our perspectives on any number of topics as an upload to you and the things we are reading, learning and downloading ourselves. Enjoy and thanks for listening. Hello. <laughs> oh, hello. In light um, of recent events, I think we'll do this podcast in British. <laughs> <laughs> Seems rather appropriate. Yes. Yeah. Jolly good. Jolly good or jolly bad, depending. I don't know if you heard, but the Queen I has I don't know passed. if you heard. <laughs> yeah. The queen, the queen has passed. If you're living under a rock. Yeah, right. You have zero social media. This might be news to you. I wonder then. how many. I wonder how many people at this point still don't know that the queen has passed. I like. I honestly cannot believe that anyone doesn't know. They'd have to just like, like David doesn't even have social media. Well, he does have social media, but he's not on it enough to know. Like he hasn't seen anything on social media, but he knew right. the queen had died. David, like, being our could, friend, that's the the director of the, the yeah the student ensemble yeah student ensemble yeah yeah. For the New West Society. I use the same line with him, too. I was like, I don't yeah. know if you've heard, but the queen has died. <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> Wait, you were the one to tell him? No. Like, he okay. was fully joking. He just was like playing along like, you don't say. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, like, you just saw him yesterday and she passed already like last week. Yeah, I know. Man, oh, man. And they declared today, um, like today they declared, uh, Justin Trudeau declared, uh, that Monday, so the day of her funeral, the day mm-hmm. that they will lay her to rest, um, is a federal holiday and a day of mourning here in Canada. Oh, okay. But um, so far, Ontario, Alberta, or Ontario, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba have declined turning the Monday into like a stat holiday for people to not work. So. Oh, okay. Like a stat holiday of, moving forward, like every weekend of every. Um, I don't actually know how that would work. I don't know if it's just like a one-off thing because she died. Right. Um, like recently. And so giving people the day off to mourn her. <laughs> right. Which I was not going to mourn her necessarily, but I was just going to enjoy the day off. <laughs> yeah, totally. But I don't think it's going to happen for Alberta. If it hasn't happened for Toronto, like for not Toronto, um, Ontario and Manitoba and Saskatchewan, I just cannot fathom <laughs> Our wonderful Jason Kenny saying, you know what, folks? <laughs> yeah, right. How about you take the day? Uh, I but. don't care for much of what Jason's Jason Kenny says or does or <laughs> contributes to this world. <laughs> I, I don't want to open that him. can a can of worms. <laughs> no, yeah, we, we don't need to get down a, a political rabbit hole three minutes in. <laughs> no, no. Definitely no, no. not. But but anyways. There, I I have like a small to medium obsession with the royal family. Right. Yes, so you do. I uh, I could tell you a lot of things that I've been reading about it. So I'm very very curious to see what the next monarch, His Majesty, can uh, accomplish in his kingdom. <laughs> in his tenure, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's not very yeah. well liked. <laughs> That's kind of what I've been picking up too. Like, yeah, <clears throat> I don't know a ton about the royal family. I don't really follow them. No, but 
Yeah. From what I've been gathering, at least on social, is that like no one's really enthused about him being the next king. And And I mean, he's 77. So truly, will he even last that long? I don't think so. Yeah, it's like, is he going to last long enough? Into some sort of aneurysm heart attack (laughs) because the stress. Yeah, exactly. I love all the Facebook posts about like, Breaking news, 77-year-old finally gets job. Like, <laughs> hey <laughs> That's amazing. Like, My favorite one that I perfect. saw, it was, uh, I can't remember who posted it, um, but it was, uh, I can't believe, oh, it was some, like, it almost makes it better to know who it was. But anyways, I can't believe that um, we're now referring to His Majesty like basically making a sexist joke like we should we should have queens and not kings and oh yeah i'm ruining yeah. it because i can't remember because i have no brain power but um yeah i can't believe that oh no it was i can't believe we're referring to her majesty as the king is some, something like that and it was because yeah. uh. <laughs> it does i mean she was the longest reigning monarch or the longest reigning queen um yeah. of england and it's just so weird now to say that we have a king like what <laughs> Super yeah, weird. and then like, what's going to happen now to all our currency, right? Like- I've seen a few posts about that. Um, there's nothing that they have to do because, um, like, the queen is on the twenty dollar bill here in right. Canada, um, and so there's there's nothing that will really happen with that right away. But they will eventually start changing our coins. Okay, because I mean, enough. our bills have a lot of dead people on them, so. But they want to have That's some true, form actually. of coin that That's a good point. Uh, represents the king. For I'm the pretty five sure the British, oh, I want to say the British 20 pound note has the queen. It's possible. Kind of makes I'm sense. Seems quick, very fitting. Quick <laughs> British 20 pound note does have the queen. Okay. Um, well but done. a much younger face of the queen. Yeah. Well, when they redid our 20s, like when we got the like more, the less paper bill and the more like yeah plasticky, like I don't plastic, know what it is, like the not easy to rip kind of bill, Um, they yeah. updated her face on that one. Like, was it the old 10 she was on? I'm trying to think. Ooh, I don't remember. Anyways. I think the 10 she, was still John A. McDonald. No, that's the five. I don't remember. I don't remember who's on the 10. Somebody. Somebody important, I'm sure. Now, but like back when it was still paper, I mean, like the papery bills. Anyways, so it's uh, super interesting just to see all the drama unfold and everything. But yeah. And the queen died like a week or two weeks after the anniversary, the 25th anniversary of Princess Diana's death, which is... Oh, wow. People are finding quite fascinating. Yeah. So. Well, and how old was she? 94? 96. The queen? Yeah, she's 96. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing, man. Yeah. Lived a pretty cool, well, arguably. It also depends on who you talk to because there's a lot of. A lot of awful history with the monarch and different, like, places and countries and whatnot of the world and how they were treated by way of the monarch and all that kind of stuff. So it's, yeah, yeah it's a that's bit, huge. Like I was having a conversation, the, right? The whole, yeah. Like opening that 
conversation yeah. about like colonization mm-hmm. and all of that and that you know she's the head of the english church yeah. and etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah yeah gets pretty messy super messy i was having a conversation with my colleagues at work today just about that kind of thing and I just said like, oh, she like, I can't remember what we were talking about. And I just said, oh, she was such a sweet, she seemed like such a sweet lady. And they were like, well, (laughs) and I was like, okay, but like, I mean, like the like classic grandma side of her, like take out her political agenda and all that kind of stuff. Like just as a human, you know, mother and grandmother and all that great grandmother, all those kinds of things. She seemed like she was a pretty sweet, loving, like grandma type character. Yeah. So there was um like Kate uh Middleton and so now the Princess of Wales, which was Princess Diana's title, um, and uh William, who's the Prince of Wales now. Mm-hmm. Um Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he overtook, I guess, Charles's role or yeah. title. Um, but they have three kids and their youngest is four. And he was captured, like Kate had shared with news reporters or something, just saying that um, he's four years old, Prince Louis. And he said, at least granny is with great grandpa now. And I was like, oh, my heart. That's so sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Because he had just passed away, what, maybe six months ago? I think in April. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wild. So anyways. That is very sweet. That's my anyway. Yeah, we don't dive into my obsession with the royal family. Didn't even touch Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, but (laughs) we'll move on before I can have a chance. Yeah, right. Um, how was your week so far? It's Tuesday. How was my week? Well, I guess I got a bit of weekend was good. Um, I played I played bass at my church this past weekend, which was really good. Um, it was super fun. We had. So I, I go to a commons church in Kensington here in Calgary. Um, my pastor, Jeremy, was actually on uh, episode five of this podcast. <laughs> I love when you do uh, that. <laughs> right? Well, you know what? You got you to bring people back to the good, to the good classic episodes. 2021. <laughs> also, like, what classic episodes of this uh, podcast? Come on, this is Jamo. crazy. We're in season two. <laughs> Chill out. I can't handle it. Okay, but... Like Wait, are talk, we in though. season two? We are in season two. Yeah, this is still season two. Are we starting two. season three? No, this is season two, but it's just okay. season two, episode 17. Okay. Which, what the what? We're 17 of a second season? I can't handle it. Crazy. Like, I, it still kind of blows my mind, random side tangent here, that like this idea that I had that I was talking with you about before we even, before I even started it Mm -hmm. that we're now at this point where we are 17 episodes into co-hosting this thing together yeah it's crazy. like that's more episodes than i did by myself now how many did you have in season one i think 16 okay okay so it's not like an exponentially larger well no but but we're just only now beating it by one (laughs) yeah hooray (laughs) whoa monumental moment (laughs) we've broken records (laughs) amazing anyways pretty cool that um that we're still doing this thing um yeah so i played at my church on sunday it was really good i played with um one of the drummers at the church his name's dave he's a really cool dude him and i played together a few months ago and then Mm -hmm. we just hit it off really well and we exchanged numbers and we like went to a show together and we've been you know hanging out a little bit and so i'm going to be going to a show with him next week um 
next week, Friday. So very stoked about that. I definitely want to talk about that in the download. So stay tuned for <laughs> download updates. Um, yeah. And then I was playing with this other guitarist and the three of us were just jamming and rocking out and like vibing together on the stage the whole time for both sets during worship. It was great. It was super, super fun. So That's awesome. Yeah. We had a real good team this Sunday and, uh, yeah, but I got another little update too. I finally, after two and a half years of this global pandemic, oh, yeah. I finally got the Coco Maloco. The it finally happened. Maloco. I got the I got the Rona. I got the Coco. I got the vid. And uh it was it was okay. Honestly, I'd like for me, I think it helped having three vaccinations for sure. Um I was only really sick for a day, maybe a day and a half. Like crazy bad. But that one day that I was sick, it that sickness burned hot and bright right like i That's had what i've heard yeah i had like a headache i had muscle and joint ache i had red spots like all over my chest and arms and back Burst. and um like a cough and a fever and all of it like maybe you had it was, COVID it was pretty pox like it's chicken pox and <laughs> covid at the same time you know Co- cocoa pox oh yeah i like that cocoa pox Co- cocoa, cocoa pox. pox it's like cocoa puffs Except for not anywhere near as good. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Not nearly as close. Not, not, no, I'm done. Anyway, so yeah, I got the cocoa. Um, And so I had to work from home last week, which uh, fortunately I was able to do. And fortunately, I'm in the time of year that working on my computer is my life right now. Right. So, because normally I would be packing boxes and sending them all over the country. But right now just working on catalogs and all of that. So fun time, but I was able to work from home for the days that I was home last week. So can't complain. Not bad. Not bad. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But uh, how have you been? What have you been up to? Just continually growing a human child and trying to keep up with my other human child and my human husband. (laughs) (laughs) weird um yeah we're on week five of school now we just just started this week wow five which is yeah it's crazy so i only have three and a half weeks left or just over three and a half well i guess no tomorrow will be wednesday so it's a half day and we have i think like two pd days in there which i'm like sweet we were hoping for a free monday (laughs) But apparently, yeah, right. it's not going to happen. Um, Come on, Kenny. Give us a Monday. I know, right? Um, how am I doing? Yeah, like decent. I'm, I'm, yeah, we were supposed to go to a wedding this weekend, and I won't relay too much information, but there was a COVID case that was going, and we decided oh, that we were not going to put ourselves into that kind of a situation knowingly. So we did not, yeah. unfortunately, go to the wedding, which was kind of too bad although i'll be honest i was not super pumped about driving to medicine hat there and back oh yeah that's Um, a bit of a drive yeah so unfortunate that we missed the wedding but um i think we made the right call it's a it's a crazy time out there you know (laughs) (laughs) 
crazy out in these streets. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. There's not really much to like report necessarily. Um, I wish I had more juicy things to share. Yeah, we're week five of school, so we're kind of um just like trucking away and keeping learning going and trying to maintain or still teach some classic like classroom rules and expectations that kind of thing that establish a rhythm and a structure for kids which is proving to be um more difficult than i was anticipating granted i've never and you were telling me you were telling me this week about like the kids lining up and everything oh my gosh yeah so they're grade five what a state it's so (laughs) ridiculous they're grade five and they like are arguing over who stands where and this person budged me save my spot while I go tuck my chair in, come back. And then no one wants <laughs> to let on. them in line. And I'm like, who cares? The amount of times that I've said to them, like, does the order in which you stand really matter? No. Okay. So we're all going to the same place. Like we're all yeah. getting lined up to go to music class or outside for recess or whatever it is. Why do you care? Like, honestly, you're going to get there. Point zero zero three seconds faster than the person behind you like it does yeah, not matter seriously so and then beyond that it's them standing with their friends so then they're like shouting and hooting and hollering down the halls and other classrooms yeah. are obviously in session and so today today i implemented a, a an order to the line <laughs> they now go. have to stand in their alphabetical order by last name and some of them are still by their friends coincidentally but it feels a little bit better and i just said until you guys can handle walking in line like grade five students instead of kindergartners yeah we're going to be standing in this order <laughs> and they're like uh and i'm like well like prove well, to me that you can do it and then we yeah. can go back to who actually gives a crap about what order you stand yeah. in then we can go back to anarchy in the line. So ridiculous. Man. So anyways. You know what? Like hearing you say that also just reminds me of like being in rush hour traffic whenever mm-hmm. I was in rush hour during work or like at, mm-hmm. when I would finish work like on a renovation site and I would have to go from the south of the city all the way up north to where I live. Yeah. And you're in the middle of rush hour. But it's like the same thing, you know, like you leave your work site at a certain time and you're going to get home and we're all on our way to our homes right yeah and some people just get so upset during rush hour and they're always trying to like get in front of people and like zip ahead and find a shortcut like like we're all gonna get there folks we're all gonna get home we're all gonna have dinner you know and the funny there's no rush it's so funny, especially too, especially like merging people, merging and people being so stubborn to let those people in. And then oh, they're yeah. like one it's car terrible. behind them. And it's like, really, was it worth it to really like be such a jerk to that person and not let them in and make them go behind you? Yeah. Uh, I feel anyways. like we could easily do an episode about road rage. <laughs> <And> like <laughs> Or traffic just like and- <laughs> driving in Calgary. Yeah. Like when the, the first city, snowfall comes. City driving. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. yeah. We should do it. an episode like that when the when the <laughs> snow first hits and just like write down a bunch of stories and relay Amazing. stories to each other over the podcast. Yeah, we could do That'd that. Be That'd be funny. Let's do it. 
Yeah. I'll make a note. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, I, I guess you're already, you know, five weeks in yeah. to your to your school year. Um, Bonkers. But a lot of people are just starting their school year or have just started their school year. So Most, I think, are, this um, is their second week yet. Okay. Like their second yeah, we, full we figured, week. So last week. Right. Well, last week they would have had Monday off. but So I guess their first real full week. But last week they would have had mostly a full week. Some yeah. started Thursday the week before. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But we figured maybe talking about like back to school. Yeah. For this episode of Upload Download. Back to school. Back to reality. <laughs> School's um, back from <laughs> summer. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess as from a teacher's perspective, I, this is my first um my first year starting a classroom, um, I've had yes. a couple contracts, but I haven't. So like I graduated, I guess, three years ago now in May. And then I subbed for the first year and then I went on maternity leave for the second year. So this is my third year of teaching or I guess, yeah, like the third possible year of teaching, but really like the second year that I've been working. Right. Um, yeah. And yeah, the first first time I've started a classroom in the fall because I was subbing before. It's a lot of work um, on so many different levels, like props to teachers. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I know I'm patting my own self on the back, but yeah, honestly, like, I don't think that people understand just how much work it is from, you know, and I mean, we're a modified schedule, so we started earlier, so the kids got a shorter summer. Um, Mm -hmm. so a little bit less time to kind of settle into their own routines at home and, um, like in theory, a bit more familiarity with like the school routines and stuff, but Holy Moses, like, yeah, it's a lot from (laughs) just like behavioral stuff, like all this kind of, you know, getting in line and standing in line and walking the hall, like again, like not like you're in kindergarten, but and sometimes I watch the kindergarten kids and the grade ones walk through and I'm like, you guys, they're doing a better job than you. Like, like how embarrassed do you feel? Together. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so from sort of like the routine side of things, making sure that, you know, new students know where we're supposed to go for fire drills or what we're supposed to do during a lockdown, um, that kind right. of thing. And yeah. then you... <laughs> You have like the kids who bring their crazy imaginations and come up with all the different reasons why we might have a lockdown, which is a super fun conversation. Oh, boy. Not. Let's go down that (laughs) Um, dark rabbit hole. Yeah. And um, to just like, you know, getting back into the habit of working and working quietly. And this is the schedule for the day. Yeah. understanding because like kids are just so vastly different that like some kids are totally fine to just fly by the seat of their pants and other kids are like I really need to know what the next thing on the schedule is I really need to know what the plan is for the entire day okay I really need to know how many minutes we have left on this thing that we're working on or this thing that we're doing um and just kind of like getting to know the kids and getting to know the things that they need and the things that they really thrive if they have um yeah 
making sure that they all have a bloody pencil because they all keep <laughs> losing their pencils. Yeah. Like, totally. oh my goodness. Five like, weeks of school just got and some here. of them are on their third pencil. And I'm like, what the actual heck is going on? Like, where yeah. are you putting your pencils? <laughs> like, are you legitimately eating uh, these things? <laughs> well, and it kind of sucks. Honestly, yeah. Um, I think I have one kid who is like legit obsessed with sharpening his pencil. And so like oh, after yeah. the first yeah. week, his pencil was down to like a stubby three inch pencil. And I was like, yeah. what? Why? Well, and then like, I don't know if this was your experience, but it got to the point for when, when I was in school where it's like, you got to see how far you can make that last little nugget oh, last. Yeah. Right? Like you got I mean, a pencil that's like almost a foot long. Yeah. And then you burn through it in like two weeks. And then yeah. that last little stump lasts you the rest mm-hmm. of the year. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. It's, it's so just weird. wild. It's so weird. And we unfortunately, like the place that we got our supplies from, um, a lot of things were on back order. So, like, okay. We didn't have pencil cases for the first two weeks. Um, right. We didn't have more than one eraser per table group. So I have them I have them grouped together in four tables, um, like four students per table group. And so one eraser for four people is highly inconvenient, especially if you have someone yeah. who, you know, needs to erase their mistakes often. So some of that stuff, it's like it's disappeared because one person became the pencil thief and one person became the eraser thief. And so then no one at the table had anything. Yeah. And then you just have chaos for the next and while. Then, yeah. And no one wanted yeah. to fess up to the fact that they had it in their desk. It's yeah. like, okay, well then we'll just all stand here and empty our desks out. You buffoons. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, now they have all their own supplies. So that's a lot better. Um, but whiteboard markers. Oh my gosh. Really? Hey, how many times do I have to tell kids, please do not draw on paper with whiteboard markers. It will dry your whiteboard marker out. Please do not, um, draw on people with your whiteboard markers. It will Uh. wreck them. Like they will dry out. Well, needless to say, we have some dried out markers and I don't have more. (laughs) Like you snooze, you lose. If you're not going to take care of your stuff, take a hike, man. (laughs) Yeah. I'm only supplying so many things for you guys before you have to then take responsibility and get it yourself. But yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a whole plethora of things to be honest. Like. Well, like as far as the supply stuff goes, like my, my one brother, Ben works at a school supply company. So like him and his wife, like they both work there and they've both been there for a few years. So these last August is like Christmas for them. Totally. Like July, August is like Christmas rush, right? Because they're trying to fill all these orders for all these schools and all these parents. And um, I think I'm trying to remember now exactly how it works. I think they distribute to schools. So they sell to schools and then they also will sell to individual families. Mm-hmm. And so families can like place an order for their supplies with their company They'll make up a packet and then send it to that family. But then they also do tons of orders all over the place, like big, big orders for schools as well. So Okay. Yeah. And they, they do stuff all over the country, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah. So he's been, I mean, well, they've both like been, and, um, and his wife too, like they've both been crazy busy this last while. Um, just getting ready for the beginning of school. So back to school for them definitely is like apocalypse of the pencils, you know, mm. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, it's pretty wild. Well, and I don't, cause like, um, so we have like manual sharper sharpeners in our class, but I don't have an electric sharpener. That's like a teacher budget kind of thing. Like if you okay. want one in your class, you have to provide it. Um, which sucks because some of the, like they just are not great at sharpening their own pencils and an right. electric sharpener is always much easier and much quicker, but it's also much noisier. <laughs> so that is true. Hit or yeah. miss, but anyways, yeah, can't win them all. Mm-mm. What about yeah. like back to school for you as a kid? Like what did, what did that look like for you? What, Oh my gosh. Like when, so, when you think about yeah. the phrase back to school, like what yeah. comes up for you? So, Okay. I mean, the school that I'm teaching at, it's a little bit different because it's more of like a low income neighborhood. So like we. Okay. Well, and I shouldn't say that because there are there are schools that will provide school supplies um, and you can either opt in um, so that you don't have to do your own school supply shopping. But this is a low income. So so we just school will provide the supplies for you. Yeah. I mean, you would still have to like pay for them. But the school that I'm at, you don't. It's a low-income neighborhood, and we have a lot of low-income families, and so we just sort of recognize sure. that, and it's part of the school budget. So, um, But for me as a kid, um, that wasn't a thing. Like putting an order through the school to get your supplies was not a thing when I was in school. You were given a list of like what you needed, you know, like three binders or colored duotangs or whatever um pencils erasers highlighters like that kind of thing and some of it would be more specific like sometimes it would be you need like a blue folder a yellow folder a green folder blah 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 but anyways I loved shopping for school supplies oh yeah (laughs) loved it like that was the best day ever like going back to school meant new school supplies um most of the time, like some things I would reuse from year to year. Um, but yeah, that was like a great day getting to go and pick out new school supplies. Um, as I got older and you didn't get like the agenda provided from the school, I love having a paper planner. I still do to this day. Um, and so when I was like in high school, I also like, that was like a highlight was finding the perfect planner for back to school. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, to, to keep track of like homework and all that. Um, when I was in oh, like, as soon as you say like, like planner, I'm just getting like PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I uh, hated having to use it, but I like, I do appreciate now that I was kind of forced to use it, that uh-huh. it gave me a bit of structure and a bit of like, it's um, accountability. So really and forgetful, like writing yeah. stuff down was super important. Yeah. When I would remember to write things down. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's like, I mean, it depends from school to school. Like some schools will have it that your parent has to like initial that they saw what homework or what message yeah. you brought home. I don't think I ever had that, but I honestly don't really remember exactly. Um, oh, yeah, but I love. I think I had some of that. I love getting a new planner. Sometimes I like want to find an excuse, even as an adult, to get like the next calendar year's planner, even though I have one and it's like a 13-month calendar or a 16-month calendar. So like it goes until Christmas (laughs) and I don't actually need one. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm so weird. Um, 
when I was like, so grade four to nine, I went to a school that had uniforms. So if I had grown over the summer, then we had to go and get new uniforms. Okay, sure. Um, We were usually buying new knee high socks almost every year because either we had holes in them or it just needed another pair. Um, The classic back to school haircut, getting your haircut before oh, back to man. school. Right? Totally. Yeah. Um, what else is like a classic childhood picking out like a new lunch kit or going shopping to figure like grocery shopping and deciding like what you wanted for lunches that week. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. What do you, what do you have? What is, what is back to school for you? I feel like it's a mix of a lot of the stuff that you said about school supplies. Like I, I enjoyed going and finding a nice backpack mm-hmm. or, um, you know, a nice set of binders, like especially in high school, I still have, Yeah, I think I still have like one, I think I see one of them up in my closet. Amazing. (laughs) But it was a binder, it was a binder with like a handle on the back, but it was a fabric, like sort of a binder. Yeah. So it was a full zipper one. It had a handle on it. You could put, you could slide like a notebook or a textbook in the front. Like it had a little spot to slide stuff in there. And a bunch of organization on the inside. And like, I still have, I for sure still have one, maybe two That's of those. That's impressive. Yeah. I didn't do those kind of binders in high school. I just did hard, like D-ring binders. Right. But, but like, when I had one of those binders, like, that was my binder for like four classes. Right. Like, okay. I would have notes for all for all of those classes in those binders. Gotcha. And then notes and like maybe i would like swap out a textbook right from one to the nut to the other out of my right. locker and just like take my whole binder of junk <laughs> to, from one class Amazing. to the other yeah did you did your school like could you go to your locker in between classes and like yep. switch out or were you just supposed to go from one class to the next um there were some like we we were able to go to our locker but my high school was like pretty small, yeah. so it was easy enough to do a transition like that. And then we right. had three minutes between classes to get your stuff gathered up, right. head to your locker, grab your stuff for your next class, and then be in your desk. Right. And I was like always late. <laughs> like Amazing. I was always late for my next class, so I would always get late penalties. And then if you get three lates, then you have detention and like that kind oh, of stuff, man. right? So. Yeah, I like wow. lived in detention when I was in high school. It was brutal. Trying to think, like even like seven, eight. Oh no, we did switch classes seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, I'm trying to think if we had yeah. at the time like lockers with locks on them, or if they just had the hooks on them. I don't remember. Oh yeah, I know in high school we had we had, we like had lockers with locks. locks. Yeah, I still have my combination lock from high school. Oh really? See, yeah, and so now if schools... I go to a pool or something, or right. if I have if I have a need for it, then I have yeah. one, and I still like I still know exactly what the code is. A lot of schools now, if it's a combination lock for your locker, it's the lock is provided by the school so that the teacher knows your combination. Right. Yeah, we had the same thing. Like we were all given a lock, and then we just kind of kept the lock throughout our whole high right. school. Okay. Time. Yeah. So like I still have the lock that I got when I was in grade nine when I first got a locker. Wow. And it lasted for four years and then I still have it. Like it's pretty crazy. Wild. But it was also provided by the school. But the school would also have all those combinations written down for each yeah. student. Yeah. In 
you know, and then some people would like hand their combinations to other students. And yeah. So like I knew my locker and then my best friend in high school's locker. Like we would just Amazing. kind of live in each other's lockers all the time. But I, yeah, that, that just reminds me. That first me. week of school, like that back to school for mm-hmm. high school for me was like kind of was a little more exciting, I think. Mm-hmm. Like just being in being in that more quote unquote grown up space with other people, with so many other people yeah, from multiple grades, you know, it, mm-hmm. there was just something to it that I enjoyed a lot more than, than elementary or junior high. Right. For sure. There's but mo- getting there's the new school supplies too, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, but getting, getting new school supplies, like getting your pencil crayons or your markers and your, <laughs> Your fresh reams of loose leaf and your duotangs. And oh, a new pair of, of shoes. Oh, yeah. School shoes. Right? Oh, dang. Like I totally indoor and outdoor that. shoes. So you need like a new pair of yeah. indoors. Yeah. Yeah. Every year. Man, I forgot about indoor and outdoor shoes. Oh, it's the bane of my existence. It was totally right a now. thing. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I hate it. Well, it got so bad during the winter too when well, you're tracking snow into the room. We're, yeah, it's we're rough. trying to implement changing your outdoor shoes to your indoor shoes now so that you're just like second nature by the time winter comes and you change out of your boots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, love my tracking job. Tracking all that, <laughs> all that stuff into yeah. the classroom is not fun. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So good. What was like what was your favorite part of of back to school when you were a kid? Um, finding out whose class I was in, I think probably like what homeroom oh, yeah. I had, who my homeroom teacher was. We, um, I think every well, so the school that I was at from grades four to nine, um, every year, um, you would come to school and we would all meet in. Well, at one point it was the gymnasium and then they built a theater. So then we eventually met in the theater. Um, And then you'd be called like it would be like, okay, this is Mrs. So-and-so's class. And here are the students. And you would just like wait with bated breath, hoping that (laughs) first of all, hoping that you were in that teacher's class or not in that teacher's class. And then secondly, that you were with like at least a couple of your friends. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, But the one year it was when we were, when I was going into grade eight, um, we were overseas visiting my family in Ireland. And so I got to find out by email whose class I was in because I think we weren't back for the first day or something like that. Okay. So, and I was so pumped to be in her class. And now she's the um, principal of junior high at that school. So. She's still there. It's wild. <laughs> That's crazy too to think about like this the teachers that we had in high school. And then like my mom just finished working at the school right. that we all went to last yeah. year. Yeah. And she was still talking about oh the my teachers gosh, that yeah. we had. And like the principal that's at the school I had when I was in grade three. Wow. And he was he was my social studies teacher in grade three. Wow. And then he was my homeroom teacher in grade five. He was my homeroom teacher in grade eight. So when did he become principal? I think it was a year or two after he became vice principal. And then he was principal for the last few years that I was in high school. Wow, he really stuck around that school for a long time. Oh, yeah. And he's still there. That's well. So my husband, Matt, I don't know what episode he was on. You know better than I do. Episode 14, (laughs) maybe? I Um, I don't know. (laughs) 
have no idea. Matthew Ellis, previous episode, <laughs> or previous guest of this podcast, episode 14. Um, <laughs> I threw that in there just for you. Um, hey, he I appreciate that. He is also a teacher. I don't actually yes. know if he talked about it on this podcast. but uh, I, I think we did briefly. Okay. I'm pretty sure. And I, he, maybe he mentioned it. So he's teaching at the high school that he attended as a student. Right. Yes, he did and mention so that. And so he is like and some of the teachers that were his teachers so he's like roaming the halls and in the staff room with his colleagues who suspended him and stuff when he was in <laughs> high school <laughs> i think that's the funniest that's great i'm like well, first of all you're bad because you got suspended i never got yeah. suspended but I think I secondly the times. fact that you're now colleagues with the teacher that suspended you i think is a, excuse oh, me amazing so funny man mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that would be a that would be an awkward like workplace dynamic, right? I mean, I think I think some of the teachers when he like first walked in the doors were like, "What?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yep, here I am." <laughs> like that is too funny. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's kind of cool. It's a testament to, like, I think people who become teachers, like, there's some cool stories with some people about their own experience as students, and their own experiences with teachers that like propelled them into becoming teachers which is really cool totally yeah like, um, like the inspiration yeah that you get and and like I, I know for me like there was like my my old principal who was my grade three social teacher my grade five homeroom and grade eight yeah, homeroom, yeah. like yeah he was he was always a really big influence on me throughout school I think because he was there so much um but he was always such a positive influence for me like as a student yeah that that teacher-student relationship was always pretty good um and even even my grade six teacher who was my choir instructor like our choir director yeah he did choir the whole time that I was in high school and I think he's still doing choir today (laughs) too wow like the relationship that I had with him too and like him and I sat together at the Christmas concert last year New West Christmas concert yeah so my parents were supposed to come yeah, my my parents were supposed to come to the concert. They weren't able to because they were sick, and so right. my mom was trying to find somebody who could come to the concert and like take their tickets. Right. And so she texted me just before, or I think earlier that afternoon. She's like, "I've got a surprise for you at the concert." Oh I'm like, gosh, "Oh boy!" And so I sit down, and I'm just waiting for the show to start. And then who should walk in but my high school Wild. choir director and his wife, and then a friend of theirs too. Like That's super so funny. That's like so as if so we were able to watch you know a concert for a group that i sang in for over a decade yeah. with with the with guy that old like inspired teacher. me to That's be really cool. in choirs like mm-hmm. it's a really cool full circle moment i had a funny not like super similar but similar just in that anyway whatever i'll just tell you a story <laughs> okay. um i went to my dad's gig i just it's not school related so it's a tangent i guess but i went to my dad's gig at alvin's jazz club i talked about it at the last episode yes, um that's right. and he texted me or maybe i did talk about this the last episode oh no what if i did if i did t- stop me and we'll cut this out <laughs> okay <laughs> um and he came over to where Matt and I were sitting and he was like, Hey, do you mind if this person comes and sits with you guys? And I was like, Oh my gosh, like blast from the past. I hadn't seen this person since I was probably like eight or nine years old. Um, really, I mean, I've actually seen him from a distance, 
Um, hopefully he's not listening to this cause I didn't admit that to him. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, but I've, yeah, anyways, the last time he would have seen me, I was like somewhere between seven and 10 years old anyways. And there, there were no seats left at the venue. And so he and his wife joined Matt and I, and it was actually really nice. We caught up on random stuff. Um, but yeah, similar just in that, like not seeing someone for so long. And then all of a sudden you like weirdly have this full on interaction evening full yeah. of chit chatting with someone you haven't seen in forever and maybe never expected to see and talk to again, <laughs> but totally, it's super weird. Yeah. I love those full circle moments though. It's like, like at first I was like, uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, that's fine, dad. He's like, are you sure? Like, I don't want to like wreck, you know, like interrupt you guys' date night. And I was like, oh, pff, whatever. Once the music starts, we probably won't even talk anyways. But um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, it was pretty cool. Yeah, those full circle moments are pretty cool. I think especially when it comes to like teacher student stuff. Totally. Yeah. Know. And like a full circle moment for Matt being back in that place where he was a student totally. and now he's a teacher. And- yeah. 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 I don't know if he's actually suspended anyone. I should ask him. (laughs) Have you handed out any suspensions? Maybe maybe there'll be a future coworker for him in a few years. (laughs) Right? You should probably do that because you might inspire someone to become a teacher, Matt. Like, come on. There you go. Yeah. Go go suspend some kids. Yeah. (laughs) You need some new coworkers. (laughs) That's funny. How how has Matt been doing this year so far? Uh, yeah, so far so good. He's, they are already underway with their musical. Um, and so he he was saying today, he was like, I already feel stressed. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like how you just started. And he was like, yeah, that's the point. Um, and so funny. Yeah. I don't actually know. I don't think their first shows, like, I don't think it opens until like December. Like, I think it's kind of like the real tail end of the semester so it's a lot of work and they do put in a lot of work he will typically work um over time like into the evenings on I think he said Monday and Wednesdays this year um okay so they put in some time after school he's working mostly with um the tech theater class so the students all run the sound and the lights and the um, that is so cool. Different like QDQ changes and all that kind of stuff. So he kind of helps them figure out the soundboard and the light board and all that kind of stuff. And then oh, obviously awesome. um, works with the like singing part of the musical. Um, sure. Because that's his job. And then his colleague is like the drama teacher. So she does more of the acting side of things and she puts in a lot of work with like um, figuring out costumes and set design, all that kind of stuff. So they're, they're, and that is no small feat either. No, no. So I can't remember what show they're doing this year. They did legally blonde last year. Um, what are they doing? I know what it is. No, I, I do know what it is, but I cannot for the life of me remember. Um, he rented the movie from the library to, watch it so that he could be more familiar with the storyline but I don't know what it is anyways yeah generally speaking I mean so far I think it's going okay cool. um that's his like biggest stressor now he's I think teaching a psych course and an English 20-2 course this semester along with his two vocal choir 
classes. <laughs> right. Yeah. One is like vocal ensemble. So it's all girls and it's audition based and they go to festivals next, like in the spring. Um, and then the other one is like a mixed choir and it's just sort of like whoever wants to take choir as an option. So, right. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Interesting. What mm-hmm. is I'm I'm curious now, like with the two of you both being teachers, but you're in very different yeah. grades. Like he's yeah. more in high school, junior high, and you're definitely in elementary. Like what he's is that? He's full on in high school. He's not even in junior high. Okay, so just he's, high school. Yeah. Like 10 what to is 12. what does that look like for you guys maybe talking about school <laughs> after after work and like around um, the dinner table and all of that? I think the funniest thing and I don't know if he'll listen to this episode or not. <laughs> um, but the funniest thing, I mean, he can hear me in the other room if he's listening, but um, is like for me, I think <laughs> I both, th- I, I think that we both have like difficult moments in our job. Um, of course. But I think that elementary teachers have a whole heck of a lot more work that is required of them. Um, both on like the planning side of things, but also just like on the executing side of things, because you're okay. still dealing with a lot of like behavioral, emotional things, kids. Like I had one kid today, literally screaming down the hall because some of the other kids in the class were yelling at her. And I was like, well, what oh, happened? Man. And just like some regulation issues and whatnot. But anyways, right. and or I'm like not getting saying kids to line up properly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like he doesn't have to worry <laughs> about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's also things that he will have to deal with that I won't, like kids not handing in work. I feel like elementary, generally speaking, kids are pretty eager to do the work still. Whereas high school, like some kids are super lazy. Some kids are taking the option course because they know it's not going to be a ton of work and they don't really need to hand it in. All that kind of stuff. So there's there's right. different, um, yeah, there's different things in play. Um parents typically are a lot more invested in their kids education when they're in elementary so just like being very like we had meet the teacher night the second week of school um so uh, parents came with their students and just got like a tour of the school because they like the school has been closed to anyone who doesn't need to be there for the last two years right Um, so some parents haven't even gotten to see where their kid is going to school aside from the outside of the building um Mm. so just like showing them around this is where my homeroom is here's my teacher this is where we go to music here's my music teacher this is where we do gym blah 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 blah. um and like a lot of parents they would come in and they would ask like how's my kid doing like is he you know being disruptive or is she Mm -hmm. um getting her work done like whatever it and like just really invested in that way um and with high school students depend like well and I guess I can't generalize I'm not saying that it's across the board that's the population that I work with and the experience that I've had and with Matt I think it's like a hit or miss with parents in high school I think either parents are concerned about their kid finishing their assignments um, but if a kid is like typical in like never handing anything in, has a zero in the course and it's like three quarters of the way through the semester, right? chances yeah. are that kid's not going to like pick up the work that they needed to do in order to finish. Um, and sending a note home does not always do anything because sure. sometimes the parent doesn't really have 
a lot of leeway with their kid <laughs> um, in a lot of areas. And so it might just be like, well, it's a win that they've been attending school kind of thing. Right. Like um, at least they're here. Yeah. Doing something so there's, sometimes. there's like a different dynamic in that sense. It's quite interesting with the age gap, but um, yeah, I don't know. It kind of depends on the day and, and what's going on. But sometimes I'm like, I definitely have the harder job. <laughs> right. Um, I was, is that more like just because of the kids in general throughout the year or is like, what, what is, I guess like if we're talking about back to school, like what does that preparation look like for you at the beginning of the year versus maybe what it looks like for Matt doing elementary and high school? Like what does that prep look like for that initial like back to school push? Back to school. I mean, a lot of the routine things, right? Like understanding we need to walk in, like, is that what you mean? Like walking in line quietly. Like yeah. Just or, those basic or routine stuff, things. Like, well, I, I guess at the top you were saying that, like you've been doing a lot of work to get ready for this year and mm -hmm. that um, getting things prepped for the year is a ton of work and there's a lot of effort and a lot of things you have to do mm -hmm. to get set up for the year. Like I'm just right. curious about what that right. looks like for you so, versus what it looks like for Matt. Yeah. I mean, I guess in terms of like content of what we're teaching, um, like an elementary teacher is a generalist. So they're teaching math, science, LA, social okay. Um, sometimes they're teaching music. We're teaching our kids PE this year. Um, whereas like Matt's teaching, he has his, like his four subjects, um, which I mean, I guess that's kind of the same thing, but like, it's, it's more specific, I guess. Um, so right. like his vocal stuff, he has to make sure he's got his songs picked. He has to make sure that if he's going to festivals, he's arranged for the dates of those and taken into account of like what will the budget be like all that kind of stuff um whereas like I'm I'm not teaching just um psychology in terms of like the sciences I'm teaching like everything in science so like right. you know you cover like weather you cover climate you cover um uh planets you cover space like i'm saying the same thing twice but like um like, like astronomy yeah like there's just a, human, there's a much more like, yeah there's a much more broad scope to what you teach el in elementary right. and with high school it's a lot more specific so um making sure that you're hitting all of those different things that alberta curriculum tells you you have to teach your kids whereas high school like something like psychology there's not really like a curriculum for it necessarily it's more right. like what do you want to teach in terms of psychology from what I understand anyways um and like vocal ensemble like there's not a curriculum for that so it's just like as a music person what is important and that might vary from year to year too right like you might have sure a much stronger choir that doesn't need things like Hey, when we're singing, we need to make sure that we're standing still and you're looking at the conductor and like, I'm sure he hit some of those things at the beginning of the year, just like his own expectations kind of thing. Sure. But generally speaking, I feel like it's much more specific. Um, there's much more of a specific lens for high school teachers versus elementary teachers. Um, yeah. Cause like usually yeah, that makes sense. Usually if you are, an English teacher in high school, that's what you teach. You just teach English um, or you're a science teacher. Like 
There's not a lot of teaching staff from what I know, at least at Matt's school, that are teaching a weird, like, broad range of things. Like, they have teachers in their English department. They have teachers in their science department. They have teachers in their math department. And that's just kind of, like, what those people focus on. Right. Um, but then if you're going to elementary, each of those homeroom teachers is essentially just doing the broad spectrum of mm-hmm. topics mm-hmm. to teach all the students. There is, like I've been, I subbed at a couple different schools where like there was a grade four team at one school and they agreed um, amongst the two of them um, that one would teach social in LA and the other would teach math and science. And so then they just swapped their two homerooms to teach those subjects. Sure. Um, but I don't know that every school necessarily allows for that. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but generally speaking, elementary teachers are, they like they teach and you don't usually move rooms for your you're like for like the students don't usually move rooms to get different teachers from K to six. You have right. the same so the teacher, teacher for will everything. Just... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then at this school that I'm at now, we have this um, like special hour. So it's two half hour times in the week that just started this week where we focus on um, like a specific thing that needs to be improved just like school wide. And so we're focusing on like literacy and reading right now. Um, or sorry, literacy and writing, literacy and reading is the same thing. Um, (laughs) and so like today I just had my, my students and I had like some people from the other grade five class come in and we just like part, we read in partners and you read out loud and we were practicing reading with expression and whatnot. And so with that and with our math classes, we regrouped our kids based on essentially their like ability level. So if they were more low in their understanding of math and of literacy and um, writing, then they were put into a different group that, so then the teacher only has to focus, you know, cause it's, it becomes really hard to teach um, the kids who are really low and always falling behind versus the kids who are like, I totally get this concept. I'm ready to move on five concepts from now. Totally. Yeah. And so regrouping allows you to kind of spend a little bit more time to focus on those learners and the needs that they have rather than trying to like make sure that the really high learners are feeling challenged, but the low learners are still having their needs met. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's like, as, as you're saying all that, that definitely like checks out with my own experience in school too. Like having, having a homeroom teacher for like grades one all the way through six and even grade seven, I think grade seven and eight, we even had a homeroom teacher essentially teaching most of the subjects for us, but we would have one person and they would be teaching everything. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, like once you get into high school and you start learning more in-depth stuff, like yeah. you, like having multiple teachers definitely feels more necessary so that mm-hmm. they can each specialize in a certain Absolutely. area. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's sure. a good way to describe specializing is a really great way to describe it for sure. And I mean, yeah, you like have my, my English teacher 
did English when I was in grade nine. And actually, no. Yes, no. <laughs> I think she did English in grade nine and 10. And then she left. And then I had a different teacher for English grade 11 and 12. Mm. But mm-hmm. like my math teacher all through high school was the same guy. Right. My science teacher was, I think, the same. Oh, no. We had a, a swap out of teachers that way, too. But it, it was like the one person was doing the one subject at all of the different levels, you know? Right. And that's a challenge, too, in and of itself, because then you have to kind of remember what grade you're teaching and what concept you need to get to for that grade level and not go beyond. Yeah. <laughs> Um, right. Yeah. Because then you start. Like I remember the other day, we were in math and we were talking about bed mass, <laughs> and I was like, "Do you guys know what bed mass is?" I taught my grade sixes last year bed mass, but it's actually not a concept that grade five necessarily needs to learn. Okay. Um. And so, I explain it, and I have one kid in my class who was like over the moon pumped to be learning like a <laughs> and like an advanced. Like a more advanced concept in math. Like he was oh, so cool. pumped. Yeah, it was hilarious. But um there's one in every crowd. Oh gosh, <laughs> for sure. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, it's it is, yeah, it's quite interesting. I it's we don't often compare stuff, I don't think necessarily. Um, his dad, like Matt's dad, is also an elementary teacher. He's teaching grade He's teaching a grade four, five split this year. He was grade okay. three for like the last 15 years. And so he finally, they moved him up to grade four, five. Um, finally got a promotion. <laughs> well, if you ask him, he doesn't really feel that way. He really enjoyed sure, grade yeah. three, but um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, he, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really exchanged stories. I haven't seen him since I've started school necessarily, but um this year not just <laughs> since i started teaching i have not seen my father-in-law <laughs> uh but yeah it's uh it's interesting it's really easy for teachers to get into conversation with one another and then just like get lost in their conversation sure yeah sometimes we're in the lunchroom at lunchtime and it's like we can't turn our teacher brain off we're like still going and it's like no we need to just turn it off and enjoy yeah, our we lunch just need a break take a second to just breathe yeah but, yeah anyways yeah yeah well, back cool. to school back to school hey, cray cray yeah and I'm when actually, do you I yeah when do next, you start next month i'll be that. back I'll be back to school. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be it'll be good. Um, I think it'll I'm not sure exactly what my schedule is. I have to look at that again. It's mm. been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have three more courses to do. Too One close. of which is not available for some reason this semester. Oh so I gotta see if there's an update on that. Um, That's too bad. I have to do so the three courses I still need are my InDesign 2 course. Which, um, yeah, we'll see how that one goes. I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Um, And then communication studies, which is the one that isn't available right now. I don't know why, but I think that one is more about like the industry of graphic design. Okay. And what to expect and what to know and what to look for, what like all of the things about the industry, at least as far as I understand it. And then the other course is concept to completion. So taking, um, taking an idea or 
a design and starting with the initial concept, probably asking questions about it, like what sort of a thing does this project need to be? Like, is it a website that you're developing or is it maybe something for social media or is it um, something in print media like brochures and letterheads and business cards and that kind of stuff for a business, like all of that. So that's sort of my thought about what it would be like the initial concept for whatever the idea is all the way to completion. So how to start a project and then the steps using these programs like Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, using these programs and how to complete a project. Right. Okay. Those will be the three. So we'll see how. Which uh, one are you most looking forward to? I'm honestly, I'm probably most stoked for the uh, communication studies one to see what's actually possible and what the world of graphic design looks like. Cause I only really know about graphic design through the context of using these programs at work, Mm -hmm. um, doing like a little bit of Photoshop and using illustrator here and there to make a few graphics and then using InDesign a ton, but Mm -hmm. in a very limited scope for making the catalog that I'm working on and making wholesale catalogs that I've made in the past and all of that. So I'm using these programs currently within a certain scope and within Mm -hmm. a certain range. So I'm most excited to learn about how to use these programs in a broader range and what graphic design looks like outside of me making things for the store you know okay yeah like what is potentially out there as far as maybe a future career path type of thing okay you know that's kind of cool yeah so we'll see how it goes if i can ever take that course if it's ever available again (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah, one of one of these days it'll i mean it'll come up at some point for sure and it could be something like so is that one you have to do in order to finish the yeah, yeah, it's it's a required one for the course okay. or for the for the whole um for the whole program. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm yeah. sure it'll have its benefits to it as well. Oh yeah. That's yeah, cool. back to school looks like me waiting until October. Okay. And then I'll be in school for the fall semester. Oh, you're gonna start for at least two courses at the same time that I finish school. <laughs> oh, that's weird. We're gonna have a lot to talk about on Marco Polo. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. Very different, vastly different things, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <sighs> that's awesome. That's cool yeah. though. That's exciting. Oh, back yeah, to school. Be good. I'm stoked to be done too. Although, like back to school at this point definitely looks different than it's it did so when different. I was in college and when I was it's in high so school. So like, different. It's so different. Yeah. Because right now, like, I don't need school supplies. No. Like, I just log on to my computer yeah. and I jump online and I open Photoshop. I don't need them either, but you Illustrator. can bet I go and get that planner still. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Can't not have it. <laughs> yeah, need it. I It's funny because I, when I finished my ed degree, I was like, this is it. Like, I'm not doing any more post-secondary. I am yeah. done. And then the other day couple of my colleagues are doing their masters of education and I'm like hmm interesting uh, <laughs> what an idea and yeah, I remember too because it pops up every year around this time like when university is back in because my I was living at home when I started my 
ed degree? No. Was I? I don't remember. I, I think it might have been my undergrad. Um, okay. And my I was like, yeah, I was living at home because I went to a friggin' stupid expensive school for university for those two degrees. Um, and anyways, and my mom took a picture of me on the way out the door and like posted uh, it to her Instagram or her Facebook or whatever. And was yeah. like, back to school looks a little different for Andrea this year. I'm not sharpening her pencil crayons for her. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so she always like, she will often repost it or it shows up in my memories. And one of um, my profs from like my Bible college years, like years and years ago, yeah. Um she commented on it and um cuz I think it was like the one post was like it's her first or it's her last first day of school. So it was like must have been my ed degree. I don't know why I was living at home. Who knows. Anyways. Um it was my first my last first day of school and this lady commented on it being like I bet she goes back one day and I commented back to her being like don't you dare say things like that this is it I'm done <laughs> and so it came up this yeah. year and I commented on it because I was like recently like hmm, maybe I could do my master's one time oh my um, gosh and so I commented on it and was like so interesting that I should get this notification because I've yeah. actually been contemplating like I could be talked into doing a master's <laughs> so funny oh that's great we'll see well you never know never say never right no i mean i mean i I, I did for the longest time that i wouldn't go back to school for anything and here i am i absolutely was convinced that getting my ed degree that was it i was not going back but then with teachers like there's a pay grid in the public division so depending on how many years of education you have under your belt and how many years of teaching you've done, you fit somewhere on the grid. And so you have to like send all of your university transcripts in to figure out how many years of school they are qualifying you for. Gotcha. None of my Bible college stuff counted. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) which like brutal kind of makes sense, but also I get it. Like I I went to a Bible college too. That was pretty much totally. Yeah. It was kind of, and it's not like, I like it doesn't matter if it was an accredited or a non-accredited university it does not matter they will not accept like religious education as anything which I'm like ugh. like some of it I get but like I took sociology classes I took a psychology class in uh, bible college right so I'm like why can't those count so you can fight it but I never did and I would have to pay to go and fight it now which is another story but if I went and got my master's, then I could boost myself up on the grid just by getting my master's. So I'm like, totally. hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Things to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go have the babies first. Well, just there one we more. Go. One more one, and then we're done. One thing at a time. Yeah. But anyways. Cool. Say la vie. Download. <laughs> Download. Here we are. Here we are. This is our first upload download back since the summer series. Since our summer series, yeah. So we're now we're now done. It with doesn't feel series. much different than I guess. I guess we pretty much did upload download all summer. Yeah, it was. I guess yeah, upload download summer series is what. Yeah. So what we're we we're it. back to. So we're still normal, at upload download. A which, normal. Um, uh, yeah, like a normal two week rotation. Yeah. Yeah. So next one will be an interview with someone or some with people. somebody yeah 
Um, so yeah. I guess, yeah, us doing an upload download right now is just like, <laughs> oh, psych, uh, we forgot that we were supposed to be back and we haven't scheduled anybody. Yeah, exactly. So we're starting <laughs> with an fine. upload download. We'll have an interview like, for you next I feel like the timing week. of this one, you know, us talking about it did make back, sense. To school, back to school, right? Like the yeah. timing is, it, it just, totally. it was perfect. Like we totally planned this, right? Absolutely. That's totally how we planned it. Yeah. No sarcasm Absolutely. in your voice not even, at all. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Um... Um, I'll go first because I only have I sure. think one thing unless something yeah, else comes what's up. On, um, what's on your download? <laughs> I read another book. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah. Remember. So, remember when I said you should read some books this summer? And you're like, I don't know. And then you proceeded to read more books. Than yeah, you I think this is now book number to. six. And now you're reading another one. <laughs> I just finished. Girl. Yeah. Um, I out of control, but I'm here for I it. I know it's ridiculous. Um, I finished every vow you break. Um, it was a little okay. eerie. Um, I can't remember the author. I'll look it up while I'm talking about it, but essentially, um, this couple gets married and they go off on their honeymoon and then there's like a full on twist of events and unexpected things happen. And it made me feel a little bit weird when I was reading it and finishing it. Okay. Um, it kind of has like a Shutter Island vibe to it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, it's by Peter Swanson. Um, yeah. And it, I mean, the like, the like Cole's notes, here's what kind of what the book is about on Goodreads is like a bride's dream honeymoon becomes a nightmare when a man with whom she has a regrettable one night stand shows up in this psychological thriller from the author of Eight Perfect Murders. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. It goes on, but I don't want to give away too much stuff. So, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting... Yeah, a psychological thriller is probably the best way to describe it. It Like, things happened that I didn't have any indication as to what the book was about. It just is kind of one of those, like, this has kind of been one of the popular books on a lot of people's lists for a while. And so, right. Yeah. I read it and I was like, Whoa, this was not what I was expecting. It's super weird. And, cool. but yeah, so I'm not sure what's next. I have another book on my Kobo that's ready for me to read. And I think it might be a world war two book, which I'm really pumped about. Cause that's my favorite genre Ooh, to read. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think you've mentioned a few books in that mm-hmm. era that you've read before on download i love i love that genre which feels really wrong (laughs) um but yeah yeah but you know what like i guess if if we're talking about world war ii like i i just think about the ways that that war impacted oh so much you know my family Mm -hmm. like it's pretty crazy Mm -hmm. yeah you know like there's there's not a lot of people these days that haven't had some kind of trickle down effect from world war ii and totally. that it's affected their history and their absolutely. own life in a yeah. very real and powerful way yeah for sure yeah absolutely yeah 100 yeah. percent. um but yeah that's my download <laughs> that's just just a book i literally drive to and from work either yeah. in silence or i am like watching a marco polo or responding to one and then other than that, I'm just like, I have zero energy <laughs> to do anything. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So, 
Yeah. Well, Re- and you're reading. growing a human inside yeah, you too. So I you're am. allowed to have your rest and recovery time <laughs> Thank for sure. You. I support it. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you so much. <laughs> well, you're you're welcome anytime. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I and reading is really nice. Like it's become part of my bedtime routine. It like makes me sleepy and then I fall asleep a lot faster when I read. So cool. yeah. Cool. Yeah. I support it. That's my that's my download. She done. Your turn. <laughs> she done. That's it. That's all. Um, I got a few, I got, I think four, four Ooh, things. So he busy. <laughs> well, I, I had, I feel like I had a lot more last time. Um, I think you always have more than I do. <laughs> I think you're, I think you might be correct. <laughs> um, I went to, I went to a brewery yesterday after, so after I went to, so I, okay. Rewind for a sec. So <laughs> I, I, I'm, i I Marco Polo Andrea yesterday on my way down to IKEA and yes. Chinook yes. area. Mm-hmm. I had to go and get a few things and run a few errands. And so on my way home, I was like, you know what? I haven't been to Citizen for a while. Citizen uh, is the brewery yeah. in the city that is the closest to my house. Yeah. And so I popped in there and just had a quick beer. And they have this beer right now called Bahama Trauma. Oh. And it is <laughs> so good. Interesting. It's like a hazy. Nipa, so okay. New England, New England IPA. Pale Ale, or yeah, New England Nipa. Yeah, anyway, but it was so fruity and like hazy, and oh my goodness, mm. it was awesome. It was like seven point four percent alcohol too. Oh it was beefy, so it was it was in a smaller cup. Yeah, but my goodness. Top shelf, so good. ten out of ten would okay. recommend, and it's only okay. a seasonal one. So if oh, any of y'all like love. beer, if any of you like beer and you like, yeah, I'll go anyway. get myself a tall. Ten out of ten can. would recommend. I'll go get myself a tall boy to add to my fridge with there the other tall boy that I have from my birthday that Rachel yeah. wanted me to drink, and I was like, can't drink it, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Which was the moment that Andrea had just, to tell like, everyone. Revealed, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. Rachel would have like, wait, what? Yeah. And it would have been. Why aren't you drinking way, so. the beer I gave you? Yeah. Freaking <laughs> because. Um, so, yeah. Uh, top shelf would recommend Bahama Trauma at Bahama Citizen Brewing. Bahama Trauma. Yeah. Um, I guess if. Uh, yeah. So we, we were talking about the show that I'm going to go see next week. So right. the band that's headlining is a band called Zeal and Ardor. It's right. Zeal, Z-E-A-L, and Ardor, A-R-D-O-R. Yeah. And their newest album is a self-titled album just called Zeal and Ardor. And this band, like, my goodness. Okay, I'm actually going to do, like, a quick Goog, which I should have done um, before I jumped on here to at least, like, give a bit of a synopsis about the band. But... um. So my I was buddy super Dave intrigued by turned me your on to them. And, and, yeah, they're super interesting. Yeah. Um, so I'm just on their wiki page. It says Zealand Ardor is a Swiss avant-garde metal band started by started and led by Manuel Gagnon, mm-hmm. a Swiss American musician who had previously created a chamber pop project called Bird Mask. Formed, formed in 2013, the band mixes sounds of African American spirituals with black metal. Which is so freaking cool. And oh my goodness. I, I haven't heard anything like this band before. They're so interesting. Um, 
yeah, their their sound. I wonder if there's more here about their sound and their uh, not a ton. Um, anyway, but yeah, they're if if you know anything about black metal, it's typically more like kind of subdued but darker and and richer i guess is a is a way to describe it like it's less crazy kind of guitar solos like it's way more like crunchy and heavier like thematically lyrically tonally it's a heavier type of music but it's not so crazy technical but having that that black spirit or that um having that african-american like spirituals influence in there Mm -hmm. it's it's such a cool mix Mm -hmm. it's really interesting so i'm very very excited i was listening to their their self-titled album like all day today at work and on my way home and top shelf 10 out of 10 would recommend even (laughs) even just to listen to something super different Uh Um, even if you don't listen to this kind of music i'll post a link to a YouTube video that my buddy Dave sent me for a live performance. I'll post it in the show notes of this episode. So even if you don't like this kind of music, I would recommend just checking out this one video. Top shelf. It's They're really good. Um, so I'm going to go see that show. Very excited nice, for that. Nice. Um, the last two things are more like media. So I've been watching the new Lord of the Rings show mm, on Amazon is it Prime. Good? It, is, it is really cool. I've been really enjoying it. I want to. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of reception it's been getting online. I don't really okay. know, but it's really cool. So it follows it follows um, the story of Galadriel, right. who is one of the older elves in the in the whole Tolkien universe. So it sort of follows her and like her initial origin, and she's like she's an elf, so she's immortal. So she's just thousands of years old. So she's seen these wars and these conflicts go on throughout middle earth. And it even starts with her as a little girl in the homeland of the elves, which is across the sea from middle earth. So at the end of Lord of the Rings, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Lord of the Rings by now, um, at the end of Lord of the Rings, Frodo goes on a ship and sails across the sea. um, Yeah. To this other land, which is where the elves came from initially so very cool but yeah the show has been really interesting so it's sort of following um galadriel and then another elf and some other people who seem to be related to or loosely associated with hobbits okay so that's sort of a a race of people that are smaller and this is like pre-mordor in middle earth so before sauron like settles in mordor and makes it his headquarters yeah it's known as a land called the southlands okay which is very interesting so it's it's a whole precursor kind of a show to um to the lord of the rings series so it's called rings of power on amazon prime been very much enjoying that and then the last one (laughs) my last download (laughs) is something that it's hilarious, but it's a podcast called Dungeons and Daddies. Oh, brother. <laughs> Sounds it's, ridiculous. It's, uh, I think the episode or the, the subtitle is Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But it, it's a whole Dungeons and Dragons 
podcast where a bunch of people just play D and D together, but they're the premise of it is that they're the four characters are all dads from our world that get flung into the forgotten realms in a, in a journey to find their lost kids. Right. So they're right. Yeah. So it's, it's been endlessly entertaining. Ah. Um, so if y'all like, uh, you know, D and D podcasts. This one has been really fun, and uh, yeah, I I was looking through all the podcasts that I listened to lately, and I was like, I have so many really heavy, <laughs> serious type podcasts. I need something fun and light that I can just laugh at. So uh-huh. I'd heard about this one for a while, and so I figured I'd uh, take the plunge. But it's been really fun. That's awesome. So yeah, but there we go. That's my download. Cool, cool, cool. Thanks cool, for sharing. Cool. Well, Andrea. Well. Next time y'all hear from us, we'll be talking with somebody. Other than We ourselves. don't know who that somebody is yet. <laughs> I have to schedule. I have to uh, finish scheduling this this interview that we were talking about earlier. Yes. So hopefully I can get that nailed down. That would be good. Um, if not, I think we have another idea or so. We have a couple of our bring sleeves. On, for sure. Mm-hmm. So we got some, we got some stuff happening. Got some ideas up our sleeves. And um, actually, okay, I wonder, we were, if you've made it this far, we have maybe a request. If you know anybody in the mental health Mm. or psychology or psychiatry or um, trauma therapy or any of that kind of world, if anybody listening to the show knows anybody in this mental health world, we would love to do an interview with somebody who's a psychologist, psychiatrist, therapist, anyone in that world, for sure. Like, I think there's there's too many important conversations surrounding therapy that just need to be had. And we would love to have those kind of conversations. And especially, Andrew, with your background in um, behavioral sciences as well. That would be be a beautiful thing. So if y'all know anybody, send them our way. Please. Um, Our our website, unexpectedexperts.com. There's a link at the bottom there to email us or you can hit us up slide into our dms on uh, on instagram like or <laughs> uh but yeah we we would love to get somebody on in that world for sure so let us know peachy keen peachy keen peachy peachy keen cool have a good okay, night okay we're done <laughs> all right we're done have a good night andrew talk soon Bye-bye. bye bye bye